You are listening to the Nebraska Hour. It is a part of the Bet Your Ash Podcasting Network. B-Y-A-P-N. B-Yappin. And sometimes when we be yappin', we be cursing. Welcome to the Nebraska Hour. I'm Steven Nebraska. As you guess, you are. Do you never go on? Give it back, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and we got McGee here with us. Oh man, I am. It, there's a hurricane going on outside, bro. It is category <laughs> uno. Category I, uno I thought, outside. I thought I thought y'all beat that last week. No, that was the big hurricane. I missed that one. This one's a little hurricane. Oh, boom, boom. I get it. I get your joke. Man, you know, real quick. Hurricanes. Just, I get it. A lot of health issues. But it's it feels like it's going to take two, three years for them to get the right people in in place. You know? Uh, man, um, Florida State looked good, too. Though. Yeah. I mean, flip, side is, flip side is Florida State has had those two, three years to get the right players in place for the for Norvell system, and it seems to be trending in the right direction. So, question for you that I've been thinking about for about a week. Fire away. We didn't do a show last week. We had to Sorry. It was, it was my and, fault. It was my fault. The, and, like and the RV. Too, we, 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 all had, we all had things going on. Yeah. The internet situation at the RV in the middle of the swamp right now is not, it's insufferable. It is not going to work. And there are, there are changes in progress. So you got alligators holding the lines together. Exactly. When they're doing their job, <laughs> when they're working. Like so question. What's the, Periscope? <laughs> I've never watched that Periscope, <laughs> but now I'm going to, obviously. Um, what's your question? So I've been talking about Coach Prime in Nebraska for the last few weeks. Yeah. Florida State, trending upward at the moment. They've had those few years. Do you think that Coach Prime is probably going to Florida State, really? I mean – not this year. Norvell I mean, Norvell's not going anywhere. He's just he's just he's got his system in place and it's humming. Like you gotta give him another two years and like let it play out. Shit, his first year was his first year was COVID. Like, you know, you gotta give the guy a chance. And if you don't I give mean, him a chance, you're sending a message out to all future coaches. You know, oh, like all sure. It's bad. Now, I agree. With a, you that's that's a B. I don't think. Yes, there's a lot of Florida State boosters and alum that would love to see it, but not all. OK, I would I would think that like Auburn is a better job for him right now. I would think Georgia Tech is a phenomenal job. You put Coach Prime in Atlanta. And Ooh, you got you got like, a, that. like you like that's crazy. I I've been hearing like Memphis that. in the conversation. Like that makes sense, you know. Um, I don't think he's going to. I don't think the. I don't think it's even a an issue, a conversation right now that we're going to so, change our coach. We're having too good a year. Look what we just did in in Miami. I know, man, but it just seems like that coach get fired, kind of like just for 
not a lot of reasoning sometimes right now. So in eight years after he's after he's you know been uh, been at Auburn for six years to you know retire like left the game because he wanted to spend more time with the family and then gets the itch <laughs> and then he'll come back in Florida State like like it doesn't have to happen right now. We're like that's our family for life. Like we're, we're like we don't need to make it happen. He might be a D prime later at Florida State. All right, that like, would be dope. Also, I'm just saying like we don't need to be all rash when we have like a good thing kind of rolling, and we we've, we've wanted that. We've been thinking about having a good thing rolling again, you know. So. And also, who am I the fuck to speak for all Florida State fans? I really I should just talk about my, me, you know. Uh, but I don't think I don't think we need to change at leadership when we when we're like on the precipice. You so shit. I just think about let us fuck like, around and like, be let us fuck around and be Clemson and listen to how much shit I talk and how pro Novell or Novell <laughs> I ever. <laughs> You're having a great year, honestly. Well, I mean. We it's it's all about we need one more win, one more win to feel good about it. And I think we get it. We'll definitely beat Louisiana. And then we might might beat Syracuse this weekend. We're favorites at Syracuse. And then we got Florida. That's a that's a that would be awesome. If we beat both Miami and Florida, like holy shit. If we win out, I mean it's not even a conversation. It's honestly it's not a conversation. This prime the coaching coaching change of Florida State this year. Okay, I just want to ask the question because I was curious about what you thought. No, but I love him for like, Nebraska. So, so I do too, man. But like, prime going to uh to like a Big Ten seems like a long shot. Mm. Georgia Tech would be would really be dope. Him in Atlanta is 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 trouble on the recruiting trail. Georgia Tech or Auburn seems like a, the most liable, like most likely choice, right? Yeah. That's crazy um, that, you know, he's going, he's like, okay, I'm going to start coaching. He revolutionizes HB or revitalizes HBCU football and then jumps to the SEC and goes, and is going to, is going to be the biggest rival to Alabama. You know, like yeah, that's a wild. wild trajectory. In a few years, he's made a giant impact. I love it. I love it. Um, he gets today's football. You know, he understands the NIL situation and everything. Like and he understands that he wants to pay his his uh, assistants better. Also, that's like what team. That's what comes with right, well. right. That's what comes with being in the SEC. Right there is you could have you know three quarters of a million dollar salaries for your coordinators and shit. Like that's a yeah, like, yeah. like that's a big deal. But no and, one really does that, really yet. You know, like and money goes well in Alabama, right? They have million dollar, they have million dollar. Uh, I mean, but they're the elite, right? The elite, right. you know. And you know how far seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year goes if you live in Alabama, dude. Dude, real talk. Oh, <laughs> man, real talk, man. Yeah. Well, um, if I mean, if you if you were in the room at Nebraska, and you were part of the decision. And you were like, yo, Coach Prime. And everybody's like, fuck you. We don't want that. Who's the next name you're throwing out in that meeting? I mean, I think I think that Coach Prime is 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 easily convinced Nebraska people that he's the guy because yeah, he still he comes off as flashy and stuff, but he fits a lot of the quote unquote Midwest uh traditional values of like family, religion. All those things, you know, even though that he's he's still Coach Prime, like the flashiness is something they have to deal with. Yeah, but, Nebraska but, like remembers him winning football games and misses being part of that too. So, and, and so like, 
Um, I think that a guy like Lane Kiffin is a harder hire, actually, for the fan base. I love Lane Kiffin as a as a Nebraska coach. Never, not going to um, happen. But but you're, I'm not. We're not going to see him. Ole Miss. It's just not right. Gonna that's a step down for him. You're right. Now, uh, if he takes if he takes the Auburn job. Then I could see late. I could see. Um, I could see Prime going to, to Ole Miss. I could see that too. Yeah, it's just a jump from where he's at. I yeah. mean, it's close already. You know, um, <laughs> it's an easy move, right? <laughs> easy move, bro. And like an like an interesting move also. Spike, if Lane Kiffin goes from Ole Miss Auburn, like a coach going from the SEC to SEC rival, the only one that's done that that I know of is Nick Saban from LSU to Alabama. Yeah, because that was a direct step. I was going to say Spurrier, but he went to Washington, the NFL, for in between the two, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, which is interesting. I don't think well. he would do it. I don't think he would do it. Now, I would, would – could I see Auburn making an offer just to jam up Old Miss so that they have to match that deal financially? Yeah, <laughs> but I don't see – I don't see him – I don't see him leaving for another team in the SEC. He, um, I, would, I, I always, mean, I always though, think – If I was in the room in Nebraska, though, after Prime, yeah. I mean, Prime's my number one choice, obviously. Yeah. Um, I would say Lane Kiffin, and then as much as I hate it, man, Matt Rule, I – was really good sure. in college football. I like an NFL guy. I like an NFL guy. Call Jeff what Fisher. What's he up to? You know what I don't like? I don't like the Matt Rule gets eight hundred thousand dollars a month for four years. Why? What do you fucking care? You're not paying him because we already saw Frost getting paid fat and not doing anything. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So then, so don't like, hire him. I, I, don't hire him. You you I can mean, do better. I think. We Although he did really well. well with Baylor, he really did, man. He did a great job there. That was just like a it was just like a rape factory, and he had him in the top five, <laughs> top top ten, I mean, top five, just, you know. And I, I want to see I want to see offense again from the rest. I'm just I saying, it's hard to succeed like 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 the devil of a head coach. You like he succeeded Art Bryles, didn't he? He righted yeah, that yeah. ship, dude. After Art Bryles was just like complete fucking horrible individual. <laughs> like I don't awesome know. Person. Matt Rule is probably a good hire. If I'm Auburn, that's who I'm calling first before I call for Prime. So you know, man, what I want to see offense. I want to see somebody that has explosive offense. So like, so last week, whatever, Nebraska lost to Minnesota twenty to thirteen. They covered their plus fifteen, I think it was. But um, Minnesota had thirty-seven yards of offense at halftime. Yes, thirty-seven. <laughs> lost i got two words for you you want offense i'm thinking you need i think you need a connection to the nfl so i got two words for you and he just got available frank Wright. so come back king of football (laughs) right like i don't i don't hate that you know and no like you call him right now he's gonna be he's gonna want to get right back on that horse he's that kind of guy he comes in he's he doesn't curse like all the all the god people dig him you know what i mean he's i can see him in a trucker hat on the side like i i think i can see that man i I mean i I can see that so so but you know what's fucked up about Frank Reich is so Frank Reich had a 41 and 35 record. And if you go down the list of quarterbacks that he had, Andrew Luck retired. So we had Jacoby Brissett and whoever else they had that year that was backup. They had 
Carson Wentz, they had Matt Ryan, they have Sam Ellinger. Like he had no one at quarterback. And it was 41 and 35 with a team with no talent until recently. Like no I skill mean, talent until the last couple of years. It sucks because I'm I'm a Jim Irsay fan personally, but I don't think this was his best business decision. Whereas he has been pretty good. Business. He's been You're pretty right, good at 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 running the Colts. He's like a pretty good owner, and I think he m- might have pulled the trigger a little fast. But I think this is him pulling the, this trigger fast is directly uh, a direct result from. Um, doing this, all right, we'll take that quarterback because it's plug and play. We just need a good quarterback. We got the rest of the team. So, all right, let's do that. We got to win. We got to win. And he like so, man, put himself in this position to fire a really good coach. So I think that, that it was a, a drastic move because so his GM is bad. Uh, um, seemingly. And so let me, let me tell you Especially why. at the quarterback position. Because his GM is bad. Now, Jim Irsay did a bad job of like managing his GM because his GM wanted to keep his job. And the way to keep his job is to get these uh, like aging quarterbacks and the not to try to develop a new guy. If you try to develop a, dra- a first-round draft pick and you fail, then you get fired. Grigson? Grigson? Gripson? It's something with a G. It's, yeah, something like that. I forget now, too. But, yeah. so But he didn't get fired, right? So, um, but he didn't take the risk to develop, develop a quarterback. The Colts have been lucky a couple times. They were good two times in their whole in their whole existence. I see what you did there, calling it saying using the word lucky. Yes, because one of the two <laughs> times was Andrew Luck. Yes, they got Peyton Manning and they got Andrew Luck. And then their GM wanted to keep their keep his job. So at the moment he been he's been going to the aging veteran quarterback thing, and thinking that or convincing Jim Irsay that we have the talent right now. And really, to be talented, to be successful in the NFL for a longer term, you need to double guy. See, I think and he played it all wrong. He should have gone into Jim Irsay and be like, look, you remember what the Sixers did and they got Embiid, right? The process works. So here, for listen to me. We got two years to get all the picks for lined up and make sure that we're in position to get this kid named Arch Manning when he comes out of Texas. Well, I'm, 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 I'm almost, I was pretty much leading up to that. It's right? Like, he yeah. should have been like preparing for for that. Be like, hey, look, LeBron comes out next year. Victor Wembanyama. We, you know what I mean? Like, we need to prepare for that guy to oh, revitalize God. and to give us give my GM stewardship a third chapter. Right. Because you you your your only two hits in your whole existence were the first round draft pick quarterbacks that were that were that were can't misses. If yeah. you have a chance to get a can't miss again, yeah, you have to do that. And I instead think- of that, they fired the they fired a guy that had a winning record. Yeah, with a bunch of garbage quarterbacks. Can I take a sidestep? Although we're sidestepping left and right, this was supposed to be a conversation about who the next head coach of Nebraska is. But now we're talking I mean, about why but, Jim Mersey is firing people. Pulled, you know, right. And he, he, it would work. It would work. But here, I, I do have a, uh, a, a question. Um, oh, I forgot what my question was. It had something to do with the Colts, though. I don't know. I lost it completely. Oh. Is there I Arch Manning is 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 the next name I could think of, okay? But you pay way closer attention to college football. Is there a 
a quarterback in this coming draft that is going to change the trajectory of a organization coming up this year. Thanks. Um, and by the way, thanks for helping me get back to that. Cause that, that's a really good question. And that's a really, yeah, yeah. right. So thanks for giving me the space to get back to it, man. Um, I really like the, the guy from Tennessee, even though he seems like every quarterback from, from Ohio state hooker. And like, there's going to be a lot of, a lot of Hendons and a lot of hookers or hooks as kids in, in Tennessee in the next couple of years. There's going to be a lot of Hendons, boys and girls in Hendon. <laughs> you know, like, it's going to be Haley and Hayden and Hendon. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of those pretty soon. Nobody's going to name their daughters after somebody named Hooker. Dude, man, it's Tennessee, bro. And like, I remember when Tennessee, Tennessee football hasn't been good for a while, right? And everybody's all these parents are are named Peyton. So you're absolutely right. There are are insufferable when they're good. You you are so right. All of these, the kids you are talking about are one of their parents, either the male or the female, mom or dad, are already named Peyton. Oh, yeah, for sure. 100%, man. 100%. You're good. There's a lot of of T's out there also because T Martin. T Martin. Yeah, I remember that one. Like, there's, I mean, there's a lot of peerlesses. Price is right there. There's, I mean, there's, there's probably some white kids in Tennessee named Jamal for Jamal. That's funny. I would have gone with Martin, <laughs> not T. Serious. If I had a girl, if I had a boy, I would have gone with, gone with Martin instead of T. Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. I know, but, like, I, but I'm spot on with this, right? Dude, when I tell you there was when I lived in Tallahassee, when I like every fifth house that had a dog, the name was Bowden. It was and then and I remember people started getting Winston because of Jameis too. Nobody went with Jameis because it's such a weird spelling and pronunciation. And there is a, but, there's probably there's probably a lot of Wards or Charlies back in the day. Oh, back in the there day. Might, yeah. There might be a couple of Tamarics <laughs> or Vanovers. Or uh, you know, there so what's I mean, the Nebraska equivalent of that? Who what player had babies named after him or 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 steer or fucking oh, dogs uh, or whatever? Uh Amon Green, probably AG <laughs> or Amon uh, Tommy. Tommy with an IE, Tommy yeah. Tommy Frazier. Yeah. They um, probably there was probably some Frasers too. There probably was some, yeah, some Frasers oh. for sure. That's a good um, name for a dog or a kid, I guess. A lot of TOs, a lot of Osborne <laughs> or Oz for dogs. That's a good uh, dog name. Man, uh, there were, Nebraska had a running back named Thunder Collins. <laughs> it was supposed <laughs> to be a star. The Mon Green's cousin. Wow. And like, there was a lot of Thunders. That's cool. <laughs> for dog that, names, man. That's cool. I love uh, naming a dog. I love giving a dog an athlete's name. I think that's a great one. It is, man. It is. It's kind. It's creative. It, it says a lot about what kind of generation you had your dog at, right? Yeah, it dates. It ages your dog. I mean, it dates your dog. You're, it's given away. Given it, away. I mean, it dates yourself also. You know, it's kind. Of, it's kind of interesting. Yes. Um, Nebraska had uh, a basketball player named Cookie Belcher. Great Cookie name, Belcher. And it was um, a guys. Guy. It was a guy basketball player. Yeah, yeah. Cookie Belcher. Wow. Um. And um. And there was a lot of cookies. You know, he was awesome. He was. He was so good. Um. But yeah. So uh. So I would get. I mean, Hendon Hooker. God, man, he looks good. Yeah. He looks like he can make the reads. He's not just. He's not just a one-two read run guy like most right. college quarterbacks are. Right. 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 <laughs> 
I could be wrong about that as well, right? But I don't know. I mean, I'm always wrong on the quarterbacks. Like I, I was the one that was saying draft Ryan Leaf. So I've, I mean, like it goes way back. I've always been wrong on the quarterback. Man, but Ryan Leaf looked so good though. Like yeah. that was the hard. Yeah. I mean, big mistake, but he looked so good. Yeah, junkie. Uh, yeah, get off the drugs. By white guy quarterback. I mean, he was he was the he was what you wanted. Then he was the backwards hat quarterback that didn't really care though. Uh, yeah, know, he, was like the, he was like the beginning of Johnny. He was Johnny Manziel kind of style. Yeah, he was the beginning of Johnny Manziel. He walked so Johnny Manziel could run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is kind of an interesting comparison. Yep. I never thought about that until yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, all right, listen, we should take a break. But before we do, just let's just get it out the way. Let's sort of rip the Band-Aid off. Talk to me about what happened in the Minnesota game. Uh. Man, we played great defense. We have no offense. I mean, literally, Minnesota had 37 yards at halftime. 37. And we still lost that game. It's, I don't. It's, it was I, great I can't first half. That. It was great first half defense. <laughs> I can't. But we were, I mean, we were up 10 nothing at halftime. Yeah. So Minnesota ended up with, um, with just like garbage stats, actually. They ended up with, uh, Let's see here. With a total of 300 total yards. Yeah. But they had 37 and a half time. So you have 200. It's amazing. 63 yards in the second half. Yeah. And 13, and 20 points. We just couldn't score. Um, Is there anything you can see? Like, can you turn it around this, this season? Like, is there a way to run off a couple at the end here and make it respectable? I mean, obviously, you got Michigan this week. But. Yeah, it's gonna be a beating. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, tough year. You know, man. Uh, what's what's the bummer is uh, Casey Thompson got hurt last week, and he's our first real quarterback that has the talent to throw every throw like an NFL style arm for a long, long time. He reminds me of Josh Freeman a lot. Kind of a similar build, big guy, whatever. Yeah. Um, and with him hurt, our offense is nothing, and we our offensive line just can't block anybody. Is there? We I mean, there's yards passing, yeah, and 148 yards rushing, and like 123 yards passing is fucking terrible, dude. <laughs> I mean, like teams get that in a in a quarter now in college football, like an average <laughs> offense sometimes. Yeah, he is. He is pretty talented quarterback. He is, but he can't do it by himself. Right. That's that's the problem. You know, you don't have you don't have the right you don't have the right weapons. You don't have the right weapons. He's gonna run for his life every play. I suspect that if if this offseason he'll enter the portal, uh, you know, and and, and kind he's of pick, pick his own head coach. He's gone. He was in the portal last year. He's gone. He's done. Oh, this, this was, was his last year. I thought he had. I thought he had more time. Yeah, this is last year. Oh, well, yeah, he's out of here. I was hoping that he would show out enough to be able to go pro. Hey, maybe he catches on. Maybe he goes to the CFL. I mean, man, you think in, in the combine, he might look awesome. Yeah. Like if he's Josh healthy. Freeman. If he's healthy. So I, I, I imagine whoever the head coach is probably brings in a transfer. And, uh, you know what I mean? Brings in somebody with him. Man, we have that uh, whatever Hubbard. You got um, Chuba Hubbard, who is at Arizona. That's right. Yeah, and like, 
he might start this week because of the injury because he comes injured. I could see him getting along with Scott Frost. I could see why he went there. They're just both uh, yeah, kind of yeah. meathead, meathead guys, you know, eat their beers yeah, like, rather than raw, drink raw, them. Meathead guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I could see them get along. All right, um, why don't we take a quick break and then we can talk about whatever, uh, like some of the games you like this coming weekend, okay? Cool, cool, I'm down. All right. Hi, guys, this is Timmy Nebraska with the, with the Nebraska Hour. And if you or anybody you know has a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-522-4700 or 1-800-GAMBLER. Or if you're in Indiana, you can call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. If you don't have a gaming problem, let's make some money. All right. So we're back, buddy. Yes, we are. You know what, man? I forgot one thing. You asked me about uh, uh, the pet kind of name thing for Nebraska. I forgot. I forgot two really good ones. Well, three really good ones, actually. Uh, Sue, obviously. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. And um, and, and uh, Rude and Barrett for Barrett Rude. Yeah. And then yeah. the here one, one of my favorite players in in Husker history, probably Patrick Cabongo. Cabongo is a great name for a dog. Cabongo, yeah. He was a giant D tackle that was amazing right before Sue, and like he was like uh, poor man Sue almost, but he had tiny ankles. <laughs> He was this giant man with his little tiny ankles, and like he just couldn't—he just couldn't hold himself up. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah. rude, rude was probably a big one too. I bet there's a lot of puppies named Rude still. <laughs> and Sue, you know, like um, those are ones I've just faced out. There are great ones actually for for my time from like when I was in college. I would have gone with the full like Indomitian. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> There, there's probably some 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 like there's probably like a rep, like the dudes that like snakes and reptiles. They're 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 reptiles by name Duncan. Yeah, uh, <laughs> ferrets. Yeah. All the weird animals are named that shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're way too white in Nebraska to name their puppy and Duncan. <laughs> it's so like it's such a great it's such a great um like source of of pet names to just go through your favorite team's roster. Like if I had a dog named Warwick, I'd be real happy. You know what I mean? Like, oh man, hell yeah! yeah that's yeah. See, that's cool. I'd probably go with Bob with Uncle Bobby and just call him Bobito, and I would know that it was like a reference. You know, it doesn't have to be everybody you know. And but yeah, see, that's um, kind of cool. But Warwick is a good that one. Good. Yeah. Or All like right, man, Derek Brooks. Yeah, ooh, that's a great one, dude. One, Brooks that's is a good one, great man. name. Yeah, that's a really good one. Florida State's got a lot, man. You, I mean, you just go Dion. You know, you, like it's so it's oh so, yeah for sure. So easy, yeah. Um, uh, all right, let's talk about this coming weekend's footballs and who you kind of got your eye on going into the weekend. So. <sighs> I like Florida State minus seven. Yeah, I saw so it I seven and a half. About, um, I just saw seven just uh, just today. Okay. So um, I like that. I like minus seven. Syracuse has, has had a great year, but they're they're playing way above their talent level, right? Like they're yeah. not quite. They're not there. They're, I'm surprised they're so competitive so far. Good coaching, disciplined team. Yeah, I suspect the they're gonna Florida State's gonna win on 
on the defensive line. Like they're going to get off on, like, I don't think Syracuse is going to be able to throw the ball much because the defensive linemen from Florida state are going to be right in their face. So once they have to, once they just accept that and they're just like, okay, we're just going to have to run it. Florida state will easily, you know, uh, be able to key off of that and, and, and be able to handle that run. I, I think Florida state's defense is what does it for, them this weekend. So you're probably right. They probably cover you're see, that. You're gonna see Florida State have a real test of are they tougher or not? Just man to man man up and can you out can you out out physical another yeah. team that, that that you should that you should be able to do that with. I'll tell you what our running attack looks really in sync. And so everybody's doing their job and and the fact that you know Travis is just like an extra running back out there is incredible. So it's uh I mean, I think I think you're probably right, and Florida State probably covers that spread. I would love it. I mean, like if it's seven and a half, I don't know if I bet it, but at seven or six and a half, I love it. You know, so you know, shop around and, and make sure you get the right number, of course. But if uh, I get six and, six and a half, like minus one twenty, I'd buy. I'd take it for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, what else? What else? You know, so I I picked CU the one week that they won. Hmm. Thank you, uh, by the way. That was a good one. Podcast about how maybe I'd sprinkle a little money line on it, and they were a 15-point underdog, and uh, they ended up pulling that one off. Yes, and then last week, um, I was going to go to the game and see you uh, against Oregon. I didn't make it there, but they got they were they were a minus, they were a plus 31 at home and got housed by yeah. 47 or something like yeah. that. Well, Oregon's um, a really week, good football team. You're right, man, and CU is terrible, man. They're bad. Yeah, like them in Hawaii, they're Hawaii bad. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're up bad. There. They're up there. Um, so this week, CU plays USC in LA. USC wait. minus thirty four. Who did they? Wait, 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 wait. Who beat them last week? Who beat who? Uh, Colorado. Uh, Oregon. Oh, Oregon. That's right, Oregon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had the, I had them backwards. You're right. You're right. So they beat Cal. They they were a fifteen point underdog. That was Cal. the one we won. Yeah, that was great. Win. Yeah. That so, was but great. US USC USC um, at home against CU minus thirty four. And you like them to cover? I think they're. I mean, it's the CU is disgustingly bad. You're incredible. I love you. <laughs> they got beat by forty five at home by Oregon. Yeah. They're gonna get beat by forty. On the on the road against USC, it's right. I hope there's not like a bad turnover or something that fucks me on that kind of. But yeah. like minus thirty four is a really really big number. But damn, CU is that bad. The only one I only game I really have kind of like a feel on this week is Notre Dame to cover the fifteen and a half against Navy. I was wrong last week, and I realized because I was thinking Clemson was going to go in there and smash, but I realized that I realized real quick that Notre Dame's getting healthy. They're like getting important players back that they didn't oh, yeah. have to start the season, and that's that's making a difference. So they started their third string quarterback for three weeks. Yeah, you um, thirty four fucking points. USC, Dude, Ohio State's uh, a forty-point favorite against Indiana. Oh Jesus, that's incredible! So, man, Michigan is a thirty-one-point favorite over Nebraska. Okay, are we going to pick the game? Do you have a, do you have a lean there? 
man. Oh, dude, I I just dread this all the time. Yeah, you don't have to. But I mean, this is part of the show, right? I pick the Nebraska game every mm. week, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so last week, Michigan was down to Rutgers, seventeen to fourteen at halftime. And I was like, damn, Rutgers really play them tough, right? Then Michigan scores 28 unanswered. No, no, yeah. more than that, actually. They scored uh, 38 unanswered and won 52 to 7 or 52 to 17. Dude, that running game, when, what, what, in that game against Penn State, when they just ran the ball down their throats over and over and over again, I was just in awe. I was just in awe, man. Like, Michigan's a good football team. I don't think they're as good as Ohio State. And I think that, you know, that sucks that they're going to have to play Ohio State in the championship or wherever, you know. Um, but maybe tw- they're going to have to play them twice, maybe. Shit, they might end up playing them three times. Depending they on might, how those yeah, teams yeah. Will play out, bro. They might play them three times. You're right. Michigan, maybe the best bet in football is to see if you can find a Michigan, whatever the third quarter is, and just take a Michigan in the third quarter. How is TCU so last- suddenly in the top four and they're underdogs to Texas? It's a crappy-ass game. Wait, you're saying Michigan always wins the third quarter spread? So check this out, man. This is bananas, actually. So Michigan against uh against Rutgers last week, twenty eight nothing third quarter. Michigan against Michigan State a few weeks ago, only a six nothing third quarter. But then Michigan against Penn State, fifteen nothing third quarter. Michigan against Indiana, um, fourteen nothing fourth quarter third quarter. Michigan against Iowa, uh, seven nothing third quarter. They just don't give up points in third quarter, and they always score. That's incredible. They yeah, are making really good. Games. That's just good coaching, dude. They're making really dude, good halftime halftime changes. Look, it's five straight games. They didn't give up a point in the third quarter. Wow. It's bananas. Yeah. Hey, I got one for you to consider and tell me if I'm crazy. Wyoming minus eight and a half at Colorado State. Isn't Colorado State the school that they're mad didn't call them and didn't recruit them? All those players that end up at Wyoming. Oh, probably. Yeah. So I kind of like Wyoming to cover the eight and a half and I have those kids to just be like, fuck y'all, like kind of an attitude, you know? Ooh, I kind of like that too. Man, I'm going to go to Fort Collins and watch that game. There you go. That'll be fun, dude. They have that gorgeous new stadium, and they just are horrible ever since they moved in. It's what a five o'clock game, five p.m. my time. There you go. Make a nice Saturday night of it. Yeah. Um, fun town. Bad football team, but fun town. I could go. I could go and you're gonna have for a couple hours. All those cowgirls are gonna come down from Wyoming. You know dude, the rules. Could, though. You know the rules. I could just. I can Uber in Fort Collins for the night. You know the rules. What's the rules? When you live in Denver, you never date a girl that says she's from Wyoming. No, dude, not ever. You don't ever not date. Ever. Oh, you knew that from the from living in Nebraska. You were right by the border. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah, man. I know never, better. Never, never date a girl for who grew up in Wyoming. No, I, I know better. Never, can't never. do it. Man, horror can't do stories. It. Horror stories, left and right. And I hate making harsh generalizations, but just like I've never heard a, a beautiful love story about it. It's always a horror story. Yes, yeah, you're 100% right. It's always a horror story. We have a, um, a mutual friend that got kidnapped at Yellowstone one night by a girl from Wyoming. 
I once went out for drinks in Denver and uh, with our friend, our our friend uh, who introduced us, and uh, and another friend who I won't put their business out there. But <laughs> we went out for drinks one night, and I woke up in um, Yellowstone. Oh, so that was the same night. No, you and him both were there. He wasn't kidnapped by a girl. Oh, I thought that it was a girl no, thing. You guys, dude. You guys, no, dude. Like, talking to this whole thing. But you, I don't, you guys were manipulated. Dude, I don't know how to beep stuff out, so I'm not going to tell the story with a hot mic. But I will tell you once we're done recording. <laughs> okay, okay. I was told that story. I don't remember it all, maybe. No, we went out for drinks in Denver, which was supposed to be a quick one or two. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and we ended up 10 hours away. <laughs> and I woke up in a hammock covered with like a layer of snow. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> that sounds right. awesome. Sounds, <laughs> was, I mean, awful, but was, also awesome. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> it was so, great. so this TCU game, though, th- this is our last one, right? We got. I got one more here. The, the Texas TCU game seems bananas to me. I'm not. Oh. I wouldn't bet that with anybody else's money. I mean, like, there's no way I would touch that game. It like, could go either way. Those guys all went to high school together. I, 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 Texas is going to win that game. Just the fuck up. The seven? I don't know if they're going to cover seven points. So t- TCU plus the points isn't a bad bet. Yeah, they're going to win the game. Texas is going to win for sure. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Um, it, it's a setup, man. Why would you have this team that's favorite? That's like fourth ranked in the country. They were by seven against a team that has underperformed. And I know that Texas has gotten healthy. Their quarterback's back and all this stuff. Plus, they got an Armenian head coach. You're right, man. You're right. The only one in the history of everything, I think. Are you kidding me? Parsegian. <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you. And and uh, uh and Scarsegian and uh Sarkeesian's and, dad. Uh, that's right. His his dad too. That's right. And yeah. um and uh the two the, the the old temple coach, UNLV coach. Yes, Sarkeesian. Sarkeesian. I mean, yeah, yeah. But those that's basketball. We were talking football. Um, but just Sarkeesian years and years, years and years of Notre Dame being guided by an Armenian man. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, but so but it's, that's a tough game. It just it seems sketch. Yeah, it's seven points. It, it would maybe want to bet on Texas, but what a weird line. Yeah, I don't trust it. It's a trap. Yeah. Um. All right. You said there was one other game that you had your eye on, and um, I didn't. I meant to ask you what it was. What is it? Um. Well, it's for you'll win the UCLA over wins if they win this week, right? Uh, I already. Oh, I don't know. I think uh, I need one more win. I think you're right. I think right now I'm pushing. So this I have week them. The I have them. At, I have them to win the conference. That's what I need. I'm going to need them. I'm going to need either Oregon or USC to lose a game and somehow UCLA slide into that conference t- title game so that I can hedge. Oh, I thought you had the over wins for them also as well. I don't think so. I think I just have them to win the conference. I think the only college over under I did was under on Nebraska, which I won three weeks ago. <laughs> For like the seventh straight year. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it's only six, but who who's counting? <laughs> yeah, right. Like I don't like, think I I'm gonna. Think I might. I might never make another bet again. I might just every year take take all my future action and just keep putting it on the Huskers under. <laughs> 
until you finally lose one. Uh, um, uh, just put some of your some of your winnings on on Nebraska basketball. Um, <laughs> man, I can't. I cannot wait this to happen. But so the what the that game I think is gonna be interesting. is uh, gonna win. It's a big spread. They'll win though for sure. But I really kind of am interested in Baylor and Kansas State. Baylor Kansas State a, has had a couple wins this year that um, dude, you never really expect them to get because they're Kansas State. So Adrian Martinez, Kansas State's quarterback, was Nebraska's quarterback for three yeah, years. Former Husker. He's thrown one interception all season. One. They had a great season. They're they're like I think they're seventeenth or something like that right now, right? He never did that shit for you guys. Not ever, dude. Which is a statement about how bad Frost was as a coach, baby. But we always said, man, this guy really is talented. Like why? How? How? Like we always thought he was better than it was being projected on the screen. Oh, for sure, for sure. So Baylor is a two and a half point favorite over Kansas State. And we can't just make lost sense to me. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if it's a trick. Kansas, I mean, Kansas State just lost to Texas. Bad yeah, thing. I think that's like, the reason got, the line got, is what it is. It's a reaction to last week, and I think it's a great time to bet Kansas State. That's what I think as well. I think Kansas State's a great bet this week. Yeah, I'm all for that. Then that's my last one. All right, man. You're pretty good at this, so I have a lot of faith in you. Man, I try to be at least. I've I've missed some bad ones also. Like I was riding the Texas, the Oklahoma train for a little bit there. Yeah, and they got stomped by some people. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. I get that it. That happens. It. it does. Shit, man! Right, I can man. go to the Air Force game at one o'clock in in the Springs <laughs> against New Mexico, and then catch the then catch the for the the CSU game in Fort Collins. At five o'clock, it's a it's a long drive from from Fort Collins to I mean from uh, from Colorado Springs to Fort Collins. It's like two hours, man. I drive. I've been driving Uber, man. I drive all the damn time. <laughs> all right, man. Let's wrap this thing up. All right. So, um, what I want y'all to do is go and rate us, review us, give us five stars. Yeah. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Tweet Nebraska. You can find Greg at uh, oh, I'm at DJ Maniac McGee on Twitter. And you can check us out at Better Ash Pod. Yeah. We're on, on Twitter, Twitter and Facebook.com. Yeah. And Facebook. Yeah, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. They're all at Bet Your Ash Pod. And um shout out to Brock we- White on his uh on his little sabbatical. He'll be back um ASAP to the Nebraska hour. He'll be back next week. Hell yeah. It sounded like he had a good time in his little tournament thing too. That's yeah, cool. Or yeah. big tournament thing, I guess. Yeah, pretty big deal. Um, pretty big deal. Yes, pretty big deal. Um, cool, man. Good stuff. Hell yeah. And for our listeners, you know, uh make sure you tell our friend tell your friends about us if you have any. That's right. Talk to you later, buddy. Boom, I'll see ya.